The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, it's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. And some people are still asking, what in the world went on with James Harden? What was going on with that guy, man? How could he be considered to be the MVP when this cat goes the whole game and only scores 10 points? People have got to be asking that question because people have been asking me that question. And I've asked myself that question a couple times. What in the world is going on? With James Harden, come on, how, how, how could a man uh, of his caliber, you know, play 37 minutes in game six, the elimination game, and you only score, what, 10 points? Come on, James Harden, and all of that. And, and at one point in the first quarter, he hadn't taken a shot. You're talking about a dude who hadn't even taken a shot in the first quarter. And here this guy scores 10 points in the game. Come on. Man, you got to ask a few questions. You know, people are always saying that, you know, basketball and the playoffs is predetermined. My niece always says this. It's always predetermined, and Uncle Darrell. Yeah, they know who's going to win before, before the game starts. Well, I'd be darned if she could have a point with this James Harden thing, man. What's up with this dude, James Harden? Come on. You know, I, I, I just can't see Westbrook ever scoring 10 points in an in a NBA game. Westbrook could score 10 points with a broken hand in an NBA game. And here this cat scores 10 points in an NBA game. Oh, uh, there's something going on with that. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's going on, Vince? Hey man, I'm 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 up here talking about this James Harden in game six against the San Antonio Spurs. And I took Houston to go all the way. I took Houston to doggone go 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 and face Golden State for the for the Western Conference Championship. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that coach this Oh, well, you know, um, 
now Greg Popovich, he's almost like um like Bill Belichick. Some coaches you just can't you it's hard to go against them. And uh and, and against a team like Houston, Houston weren't ready for that fire yet. And you could tell James Harden definitely wasn't ready for that pressure that he was under in game six. And and the whole team, they, they just weren't ready for the pressure that came with that kind of stage that they was on. And and they didn't they didn't see it. They didn't see it coming. And James Harden, man, he he I I, I and then I had the nerve of him to go to the strip club the night after he get whooped like that, man. Come on, man. Well, I was talking to my co-worker, Mr. Bruce Allen. He was telling me James Harden ain't showed up in three years. The last three years, he ain't did nothing in the playoffs. I don't know if you agree, but I, anyway, I want to move on to about um, the shot that um, uh, Lillard shot last night for San Antonio, and they trying to say it's a dirty play, which um, they was up by 30, but... They forgot who they were playing against, and I want to let the world know, don't count them Warriors out, because that's their last name, Warriors. Vince, I hear you, and I understand what you're saying. But in my opinion, in, in my opinion, that was a dirty play, and uh, that guy, Zsa Zsa or whatever his name is, uh, he's famous for that kind of dirty play. And... and, and and I say this: They was up by twenty-three points when Kawhi when Kawhi Leonard went out of the game when he stuck his foot up under Kawhi Leonard and he came down on his bad ankle. And then, and then when Kawhi Leonard go out of the game, guess what? They come back. And let me ask you a question, Vince. Kawhi Leonard finished that game uninjured. Do the Warriors win Game One in Golden State? I don't know. Let me ask you a question. I asked you a question first. Why don't you answer no, my no, no, question? No, 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 no. No, answer my question, Vince. Dude, do the Warriors no, 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 win? I mean, I asked you a question first. Answer your question. Okay, let me answer Regardless, look, I was over there having dinner with friends and family. Man, I don't man, we ain't talking about what you were seeing. What y'all was eating? San Antonio, San Antonio, San Antonio. Lobster. They up by 50, they up by 20. Stay. I told everybody. Real. I told everybody. I said, hey. When did that third and fourth quarter come and watermelon, watermelon, watermelon Ryan look at the stone and see who behind? And that's what happened. And that's what happened. And that's what happened. Any athlete played basketball or football know better. That's what no intention is. Move did not. Um, that boy out the game. That's just screaming and then plus y'all up by 30. And, 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 you got a kid that's out of the door. Because when they caught fire, the, the red caught fire, and Curry caught, Curry got fouled in. You can't call that no mistake. New shot. And you know that when we do best shoot threes, we just clang out on there. Your money got it. It's a wrap, man. I'm going to Okay. Could you could you answer my question? 
if he does yeah, not stick his advance, just ask him. You want your question when they were up by 20, when Leonard was twin, you felt like y'all was, dope, y'all was in control. That's what you're trying to tell me, right? It, I'm, just pulling for, I'm just pulling for um, San Antonio. I'm pulling for the underdog. That's why I keep trying to tell you what people know basketball like me. No, going State don't start playing until the third and fourth quarter. They never Vince, play good in the first and second quarter. Vince, if, if Popovich and Kawhi Leonard are in the game at the same time with a 23-point lead going into the thir- going into the second half, if Kawhi Leonard plays the entire third third and fourth quarter, does Golden State hey, come hey. back and win? That's all I asked you. I asked you that a couple of minutes ago, and you ain't answered the question yet. Do they come back and win, Vince? You get playing football or basketball. Bitch, I ain't in a football. We talking about basketball. We talking about the Western Conference Championship. Do, yeah, do the Golden State Warriors come back and win? That ain't like the man that did that. Come on. That ain't like he did that. That man... From another country, that man ain't over here chopping no cows and horses over here. That man just went up there 16, crawled on the big little feet, stepped on the man tall and big feet. That what happened. And he got to go. But that still don't stop. They still were up by 20. You can't justify that 16 0 run. Curry got on, Curry hit, then when the last shot with Curry killed him with the three. They put him in three shots, knocked the ball out, could have got it, and you already know he might want to count that his money. He ain't missing back to back. You already know. I don't care who called your phone, who called his video today. Vince, we already know. And this is we already know, too. Kevin Durant was shut down by Kawhi Leonard in the first half. Kevin Durant was shut down by Kawhi Leonard in the first half. Let's don't get it twisted. He was shut down. He didn't, his game was off, and I'm telling you right now, he's still off. And listen, and, and, and yeah, I think they already said Kawhi Leonard ain't gonna play in game two. They gonna save him till they come home and tie it up. I don't have a phone on the radio today. I was calling you a lot of night, and, and, and I'm not having fun. Well, I'm having real serious fun because everybody in the world thought San Antonio gonna beat that game when they were up by 20. And that's how it is. You know, Jamie over to the fat lady son. And that what happened. They got caught at the bus. When you lose by one or a hundred. And you can't take it when you lose by one. You will lose by a hundred. Any coach said they lose by one. That's a lie. They up by 20 the whole game. They can't justify that. When they that's were laughing at them, they were looking at them. They can't justify They can justify They can justify, they, they can justify when they see Jaja Chapulio slide his foot up under Kawhi Leonard coming down off a three-point shot and end his night. And end his night. And then guess what? Golden State go on a run. Yeah, they go on a couple of runs after that. Yeah, I'm trying to say they would have run 16-0 run. And when they were what they did, I was looking at the thing today. The the, the, the the last the last two quarters go to state score fifteen points and 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 and, 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 and use, I mean uh, score thirty three points and that was the the, 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 the twenty three points that go to state go that they were lost go well, up by go to state missed them and that's why they won by two. 
I'm telling you, man. You can justify it. You read it in the, the when you get home tonight, look for it. Fifth day, go to state school, and they go 33 in the third or fourth quarter. And you can justify how they got caught. Yeah, hey, Vince, hey, 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 we we gonna have to let you go, man, cause I I, I just can't wait. The next week went on when 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 when, when go to state, go to state, go down, when they fall like they when they fall like old chopped out pine tree. I really think they're going. It's gonna go. It's gonna go at least six games in this series, man. And I'm gonna tell you, we'll say something else too. LeBron James is still doing what he liked to do best. He resting, baby. He resting, waiting on go, waiting on your, your on your Boston Celtics or the Washington Wizards to come to come and, and come and give him four games and give him a little bit more rest. Hey, Vince, we got to get out of here because Reggie on the other end waiting to get into this conversation. We'll holler at you on the back side. Will you, will you, will you, will you give me a I want to call back and talk to the ref. Wait, I got yeah, to see what that's please the Please, please have Bruce call back and call back because we, we do have a special guest calling in. Let's do that. All right. We got Reggie, we got Reggie on the other line. Hey, Matt, what's up with Reggie? Reggie, what's going on, man? What's going on, Darren? How you doing there, bro? Hey, man, I'm, I'm that, loving this I, life I was, like I was, that, I was, man. I was, I, was, I was in disbelief when I um, realized that uh, Golden State won that game because actually I was watching it. I started watching it from the beginning, and I actually fell asleep. But at the time I fell asleep, they had a 23-point lead. And... and yeah. um. My son told me that they had lost, and I couldn't believe it. I had to Google it, and he was like, because he's a, he's a true Stephen Curry fanatic. And and I, I kept teasing him. I said, don't look like your boy going to do anything today, sir. And he was like, oh, they'll come back. <laughs> I said, well, he might come back, but it won't be today. And, he, and, and when I woke up, he told me, that they won, but I, I was, I was, I, I couldn't believe it. So I, when I Googled it, he was right. They won one thirteen, one eleven. I couldn't believe that man. And and and, and then I found out that um, what's his name uh, got hurt. Um, what's he got reactivated his ankle? Yeah, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, and all he, he this, aggravated man, his ankle. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't care who got hurt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care if it was Michael Jordan who got hurt. When you up by twenty three points, man, you supposed to keep that lead, even if they go. But I, I saw that they had an eighteen old run at one point. Hey Reggie, but I think it was a dirty play. Honestly, uh, the guy sticking his leg up under um Leonard. up under Kawhi Leonard. Up on a Kawhi Leonard's um, leg like that, I really thought it was a dirty play. You know, yeah, um, they they say that you have to get a guy uh, room to land after he does a jump shot. I don't know if it's true. I'm not really uh, polished on the rules of basketball as far as you know those those rules like that. But um, they say you have to get room to come down. I don't know, yeah. but I know one thing: when he left the game, that was a difference maker in them. Um, coming back like that. And now I'm wondering if he's going to be healthy enough to, to finish the series out. And that's the question, you know, is he going to be healthy enough to, um, 
to to uh, finish the series out. You know that that's yeah. that's a big question. Yeah, because you know, I, I was listening. I was listening to uh, Stephen A. Smith today, and um, he was talking about without uh, without Leonard, uh, Aldridge won't step up. It's like it's like he lost his big brother. Once uh, 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 Leonard's not in the game, says that he's not the same player, and 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 say that uh, Popovich was looking at him as if you know, hey man, you got to you got to really take control now that um, Leonard is out, and and he said he was saying that he didn't st- he he won't step up uh, when he when he's by himself, and and when well, you, when, I'm, when I think about it, it it, it, it sounds like like it's true. But you, let's you don't do forget have, you do have four other guys on the court, so not he he's not the only one who has to step up. Everybody has to step up when you lose your superstar player. Let's don't forget about uh Lamarcus Aldridge now. It wasn't That's that right. long ago, just a few months back, not even a few months, probably less than two months ago, he had to deal with a heart issue. Where he had to not even play a couple of games, maybe like a couple of weeks, and then mm-hmm. they found out that he was cleared to play. Now, mm-hmm. hey, hey, and now you're right. It's a lot of pressure on him now because just last um, 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 the other night he played 40 minutes. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's that's mm-hmm. more minutes than anybody on the court. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And but but I, I want to go back to what um. What's his name was saying on uh, Stephen A. Smith, um, but you just can't put all the weight on Aldridge. You got you got four other guys. Basketball is a is a five on five sport. It's not a one on one. It's not a two on two. You know, you everybody on, that's on that court at at that particular time that's in that game, and that 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 are your teammates. Everybody has to step up. So I kind of disagree with uh, Stephen A. Smith. You know, everybody has to play a part because if they know that your your your, your strongest um player is is, is, is you you got one man that's that's the one that's gonna score the points. All they gonna do is double team him. So the other guys got to step up, and I think that's what happened. All they did was double team Aldridge. One of them was gone. So and you, you got know, guys, the four other guys that got to play their part as well. Well, you know, let's 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 give them a, a chance to because this is just game one, and the score was one eleven, one thirteen, and one eleven, one thirteen, in Oakland, and and San Antonio missed the last free throw to try to make it for to tie the game up. They made the first right. one and missed the second one to try to make to, to try to tie the game up. It was a very, right. very, very close game. And I say it again, without their best offensive and defensive player in Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard. So hey, we gotta get this team a chance. And you know, it's no saying that say, hey, the playoffs don't start until somebody wins on the other team's court. So this ain't right. happened yet with this game here. And I think when Kawhi Leonard comes back. You know, he's probably mm-hmm. going to sit out this second game. But when he comes mm-hmm. back, Reggie, I think it's going to make a big difference. And I, yeah, think and, and, see and, and, and I was happy about one thing, though. I know one thing. It ain't going to be a, a, a sweep like those other games. Man, I don't even think they've, they've lost a playoff game since they've been playing, have they? Golden I don't think State. they've lost. Uh, um, Golden State, I no, they, they haven't. And, and the same with, uh, with, with uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
You know, and I think right. the Cleveland Cavaliers, they're going to have an easier road than go to state because here it is. Mm. Cleveland's still resting, waiting for um, um, uh, the Washington Wizards and the Boston Celtics to, to finish their series. Yeah. And like you well, said earlier, like you said earlier, it um, if you can double team or get the keep, uh, keep the ball out of uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas's hand, if you're the Cleveland Cavaliers, if they end up playing them, it's not even, I don't think it's going to even be a matchup, Reggie. Hey, Reggie, we got to take a quick commercial break. You can hold it if you want to, but yeah, we're going to take yeah, a quick I'm all, commercial I'm going to hold on. Please do, Reggie. Hey, we got to take a quick commercial break, but we're listening to Voice America Radio, on a, and this is the Sports Info UM show. We'll be right back after these messages. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Join Matt Fish and Alex Clancy every week for Rebound Radio. We'll talk with the legends of basketball about how they got started, their rise to the top of the game, how basketball has changed their lives, and what they're up to now. Just like the game itself, you'll find that lives can pivot on a dime. There can be last-minute saves, and life is anything but run-of-the-mill. Rebound Radio can be heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You won't want to miss the next show. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're lobbing lead and punching paper. As we talk firearms, ammunition, accessories, and gear, we'll also take an in-depth look at becoming a better marksman and fostering the next generation of hunters. Joining us is Jim and John Scouten of Shooting USA and Jeremy Millett from Silencer Shop. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Hugh Evans on our show tonight. And if you don't know who who Hugh Evans is, Hugh Evans is a former NBA NBA referee for 28 seasons from 1972 to 2001. Um, Man, during Hugh's officiating career, he worked um, 1,969 regular season games, 35 NBA finals, Man, welcome to our show, Hugh Evans. How's it going, Mr. Evans? I'm doing fine, uh, and you? 
Hey, I'm doing real good. Doing That's real good. good. Yep. Hey, thanks thanks for coming to be a part of our show. Hey, Mr. Evans, you know, um, you know, a lot of times we think about referees and we don't think about the athleticism um that that referees have, but um, um you you're in the Hall of Fame Hall of Fame at at um, North Carolina A&T. That's yep. correct. Yep. And and you were drafted by the St. Louis Hawks. That is correct. Yeah, and and what I what I found so fascinating, Mr. Evans, is that you turned down the basketball and played for the San Francisco Giants minor league. I did. Three I years? did. I did. In nineteen seventy-three. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man, that 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 had to be interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, baseline actually was a childhood dream, and um, I had the opportunity to try to try. I used the way try to fulfill it. Uh, unsuccessful. Uh, I got up to Triple A, uh, and then uh, age caught up with me, and uh, they started throwing me sliders, and I didn't know what a slider was. So, <laughs> if you don't know what it is, you can't hit it. So, right. I ended up going back to New York and and then a social worker. Wow, I was a social worker, and, and um, after my football career was kind of like kaput. That's when I started in life was uh, a social mm-hmm. worker. So. Right. Tough job. Very, very tough, tough job. job. Tough job. It's, it's true, but it's, yeah. it's, it's feeling if you can help two or three kids a year, then you've done a great job, you know, so. It was very rewarding. As a matter of yeah. fact, uh, social worker led me to, led me into um, education. In education, I became a coach, and I was a high school football coach for like 18 years. So I did that for a long time. Hey, but Miss Evans, let's get back into you and what's going, what's, how, how things were back in the old days, in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, all the way up to 2001. There was some rough things going on back well, in the day. It was rough. The game was rough, and we only had two officials, and you had to really work extremely hard every night. It was, as I said, it was very difficult. And I think ten, by 10 years later, they went to the three-man system. But prior to that, it was very difficult. The game was physical, uh, but they played good basketball also. But very, very, very physical. Yeah. And you, when, when we look at the game today and we look at players like LeBron James and Isaiah Thomas and James Harden, and the list goes on, when you compare those players to the Back in the day, players, and I know you can only see them now from TV or from watching the game, not up and close like you were when you were you were refereeing. When you well, can you can you compare those players like to Magic Johnson and and uh, Patrick Ewing and and um, uh, Kim Olajuwon and and my considered the greatest player of all time to me is um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. When how how do they compare to the game that we watch today? In your opinion. I've always felt that quote unquote superstars could play in any era, and I think Kareem could play would be a, a good great center today. I think Magic Johnson would still be a great uh, point guard today. I think Larry Bird would still be a great small forward, and and that's how I kind of look at the game that today. That the great players, James, ten years from now will be still be able to play in his era, in that era 10 years from now, and he would still be a great player. Um, of course, you said, you know, you mentioned Kareem. Uh, it's like Elijah one, who I thought was next great center to Kareem, could play in this era today. So it goes on and on and on. And, of course, Michael Jordan could play in this era today and would probably be a star, you know. 
I would think Michael Jordan could play in this era in his prime and and, and be a star. Uh, yeah, and 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 when we when we look at um, players of today and Michael Jordan, uh, I read somewhere where I think you said Michael Jordan is considered your greatest player ever. Uh, I, there's a there's a blog um, now that talks about how LeBron James is considered to be the ba- greatest player ever. And they talk about one of the reasons is the uh, is the competition that um, that LeBron is playing against now, and um, and the scrutiny that he has to deal with compared to when when Jordan played. I don't see. I I really don't see any difference. Uh, if you recall, Jordan came up at a time when the game was very physical, and he had to fight through Detroit through Detroit that group of guys who played great basketball, but they were very physical. They took advantage of the rules. The rules weren't the same then as they are now. So Detroit played by the rules. Uh, as you recall, uh, after Jordan took all those beatings from, from Detroit, they tried to change the rules, uh, where, you know, flagrant with fouls, uh, fouls after whistleblown, uh, was, a, was a technical foul. So the game, in that, in that sense, changed, but... That doesn't take away from Detroit being a great team who played by the rules. Uh, it, it made Jordan, in my, in my opinion, made him a better player because once the rules changed, he, you could see the real true player that Jordan was, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, Mr. Evans, we got a call on the line. Hey, hey we got, Matt, we still got Reggie on the line? Yeah. Reggie, Reggie we have um, NBA referee... Um, Hugh Evans, 28 years in the league, man. And uh, he's telling us some of the things about what happened in the league when he was in there from 1972 to 2001. You know, I totally totally agree agree with Mr. Evans because those great players, man, if you play basketball, you know how to play basketball. I don't care what era it's in. Guys who can play, they can play. And, And it's just, you know, we have no control over when we were born. You know, basketball game is is pretty much the same to me. Like, but uh, Mr. Hughes just clarified as far as the rules change. Those flagrant fouls that the uh, bad boys used to do back in the days, they eliminated all that. And then once they eliminated all that, now you you, you got a chance to see the greatness of Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan was such a threat going to the basket where they had to intentionally foul him. So what he just stated was the absolute truth. You can't do what the Detroit Pistons did back in the days. And a lot of these guys, in my personal opinion, that are playing today, they couldn't deal with that. They can't, They couldn't deal with that. But uh, I, I, I listen to a lot of the uh, older players when they criticize Steph Curry. Man, that guy can shoot the ball. And the object of the, of the game, especially for offense, is to get the ball through the hoop. And that hasn't changed since day one. And yep. he he does it to me better than anybody that I've ever seen from a yep. distance, from the yep. perimeter. And, yep. and to hear guys say that he couldn't play in their game, in their days, I, I totally disagree with that when those older guys like Oscar Robinson. Now, now, I'm not taking nothing away from no player. But if you can shoot a basketball, you can shoot a basketball. It's just that simple. And I've been saying that for uh, uh, to a lot of people, man. Uh, Steph Curry is a 
he's a hell of a shooter. He's a hell of a uh, basketball player. And I won't take that away from none of these guys. And he's a superstar in the league. And, and like Mr. Evans just said, hey, if you can shoot a basketball, if you can play, you can play regardless of what era it's in. You got a question for Mr. Evans on, Reggie? Um, Mr. Evans, I just wanted to know, uh, I know you did a lot of years. I think it was from 72 to 2001. Do you, That's correct, do you ever yeah. attend the games to this day? I still go occasionally. I still go occasionally. Uh, I, uh, as Reggie, uh, I got caught up in golf, and uh, I sometimes enjoy golf, uh, uh, often watching the game sometimes. But I still see the game. I still go to the games. I still enjoy the game. What's good about it now is that I'm no longer a referee. I'm a spectator now, and I see the game different now. Uh, It took a while for me to become a spectator versus watching the game and wanting to referee, and how come that play was called? How come he didn't? How come he missed this call? I don't do that anymore. So I, right, I watch the right. game on the spectator, and I enjoy it. You know, very, very much. Yep, it's I, a great game. And I can, I, I can, I can relate to you on that because I'm a former <laughs> football player. Yeah, I, I played yeah, you, a couple you, years. You, you, you was playing, right? <laughs> yeah, in the league, yep. and, and and now I'm just a spectator. I enjoy the game. I enjoy I, it. I, 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 I watch it. You know, uh, uh, to sit back and watch. The, the talent these yep. young men have, have today is just very enjoyable, you know. And as I said earlier, they could play in any area. You put Steph Curry, let's say you put him on the worst team in, in, in the 70s, uh, late 70s, he would still be a star. He would still be a star. Just stated, yes. Because he can yeah. shoot. The object of the game is to get the ball in the basket, you know. Basket. That's and right. And, 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 and he does it to me. It's either yeah. get in the game or stop somebody from scoring. Hey, That's Reggie, right. we, 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 got, uh, we got some more callers on the line. Hey, thanks, Reggie. Don't okay. be a stranger. We're here every right, Monday night. To you, Mr. Evans. Okay, pleasure, Reggie. Okay. Uh, yeah. okay. Hey, we, we got, um, um, man, we, we got Red on the line. Yes, sir, I'm here. Red, how's it going? We got Mr. Evans on the line. 28 years in the NBA. Man, among the great Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. Come on, Patrick Ewing, that era. That, He's on the line right? with us. That's the kind of royalty we're rolling with tonight on the Sports Info <laughs> UM Radio Show. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, How's it going, sir. It's doing great, and you? All right, man. I'm hanging in there. That's good. That's good. That's always good news, then. Well, listen, I, I, I got a question. Uh, uh, just, just, I mean, there's it, no right or wrong answer. Just, just your opinion. Who is the best player, NBA, to never win a championship? Ooh. Ooh, I would have to go back and say, oh, my God, Carl Malone. Carl Malone? Wow. Yeah, Carl Malone, I never won the championship. He, he, Carl Malone. And, and I guess you would put those Charles in it, too, but Carl yeah. never won a championship. So you got two. You got a great small forward. And, and you know, I would have to say Patrick Ewing has Patrick to be. Ewing, I, would, yeah, I, I would put Patrick Ewing, too, but... Uh, Carl yeah, was so dominant for a long time at the, at the power forward, you know. But uh, he, he was so good. Now they had a good team. He just never could get through L.A. You know, it's yeah. Back then, you yeah. had to go through L.A. if you want to win the championship in the West. You know. And then Absolutely. by the time he got to L.A., Father Time had really just caught he up with him to the world. Exactly, he, just, exactly. he just couldn't. He just he couldn't just produce no more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah, just couldn't. Produce. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I like I like all three of those guys. Yep. Hey, yep. 
Hey, hey, Red, you got anything else for Mr. Miss Evans while we got him on the line? No, man, I had a whole bunch of football cocked back and ready to Hey, well, hold on, now, hold on. Miss Evans is a sports <laughs> fanatic. He can handle some football if, and, and he lives in Florida. So you know he knows a little bit about what's going on with those Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we know that's what you call and talk with us about at least once a month, Red. What's going on down there in Tampa with the Buccaneers? <laughs> what's the flavor of the week? You know what's going on, man. He's it, trying to put you on the fire edge. <laughs> it's a takeover. What you say, Red? It's a takeover y'all got it's going on down there? It's a takeover, man. It's a takeover <laughs> going on down here, man. <laughs> hey, Red, want me to call a technical <laughs> file on it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, hey, hey. I, I, hope, I hope we have some kind of archive. Maybe we can go back over this uh, later on, maybe in uh, September or October. I would enjoy hey, it. I would enjoy it. That is no problem. That is no problem. Hey, Red, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Yep. Hey, thanks Matt, we got Ray on the line. Ray Ellis? Yeah. Ray? You What's got me here, Daryl. What's going on, Ray? Oh, man, I've been enjoying the show, man. Great show. And, uh, you know, I'm just a little careful, man. You know, anytime you got a, a gentleman on the phone uh, that, that's a gentleman, but he wears stripes, I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is when we get around those, those referees, you know, uh, we always a little bit concerned. We always try to do the best we can to, to butter them up, man. But uh, we know they always got that whistle, man. So uh, hey. I was just enjoying the conversation you guys was having. Hey, well, hey, man, we, we have royalty on the line. Like I was said earlier, we have Hugh Evans on the line with us. And uh, Mr. Evans, um, 28 years in the NBA, um, man, 35 NBA final games, um, over 1,900 NBA regular season games. Hey, this is the we have the real deal with us. And Mr. Evans not only um, turned down a basketball, an opportunity to play um, uh, professional basketball, to pursue a career in professional baseball with the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, I got I got a chance to do do a little research uh, myself, but uh, but I'm sure um, you know, like you, Daryl, myself too. Um, and and as uh, Mr. Evans uh, said, he's become a fan of the game. Well, after I finished, you know, playing in the league, playing football in the league, I got a chance to enjoy what my favorite sport was anyway, and that's basketball. And got a chance to uh, to go to quite a few games, and uh, I believe the last game that he refereed might have been there in uh, Philadelphia. You're correct, and, and it might have been, yeah. yeah. been was what were the Sixers and Allen Iverson uh, trying to take on trying to take on Kobe Bryant at that time. That's you're exactly right. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and I think they got one game out of that. Out of that yeah, well, you know, I, that was they, game six. So they got, I think got two. That was game six. Yeah, they got was the last game. Yeah. Yes, and and so I, so I, so I certainly enjoyed that. But what I, you know, I'm I'm glad I get a chance to uh, to speak with you, Mr. Jeff, because I, I I wanted to ask a question, and my question has to do with uh, as a referee. Um, many times we watch games, and and you'll hear people say, "Well, you know, the refs are going to let them play." Mm-hmm. You know, and I, and I would be interested in knowing as a team because I believe one thing the referees have done and have done um, throughout the time, maybe not all the time, but but I think you guys work together at times. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you determine uh, before a game how you're going to referee this game? If we're going to let the guys play, if we feel like we got to step in to take control of the games, 
How do you guys come to those kind of decisions? Well, it's, it's, it's really very simple. What, what, what goes on, uh, I don't know about, I'm sure still exists now. We used to meet an hour before game, hour and before lunch, go over all the matchups, go over how the game, we thought you know, we'd be fishated. And we don't dictate, we, we try to let the players dictate the tempo. If they come out and want to play physical, then we have to blow the whistle. Our job, and I, I didn't use the word our job, their job is to make sure that the game is, is played so it can be enjoyable to the spectators. So if it's physical, you have to stop it. And we, we, we kind of react to what they do. We don't set a, we don't, we don't leave the locker room saying we're going to blow this game a certain way. Players dictate the tempo and we control the tempo. And now you, you hear the miss, and I, I don't disagree because I was there, that we will let them play more in the playoffs than we do in regular season. That is, you know, that's just a miss. You know, that, that, that's not true. And yeah, and so many times you hear people say, have, "Hey, that's just that's just a that's just a hard foul. That's not a flavored foul. Just and, a hard foul. You know, it's, it's, it's a playoff. It's a playoff, and and, and, and now uh, they have an advance versus the way I when I referee, I couldn't go to the monitor and see whether it was a flagrant foul. I determined it after I blew the whistle. Boom, hit. Was that a flagrant foul? And you had a you had a you had a, a, a set of rules that existed. If that's unnecessary, uh, attempt to hurt was a penalty too. Unnecessary was a one. But we couldn't go to the monitor and, and, and look and see uh, whether it was a flagrant foul or not. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying. I think I I'm encouraging going to the monitor looking at plays because I think the option is to get the play right. And I think all sports have gone to replay. And what they're doing in all sports, baseball, NAS came into, into, into the circle, they're looking at the replays to make sure they get plays right. And I, I like that. You know, I like that. You know. it, 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 the game is a little longer, but from a referee standpoint, you know, get the play right and you, you move on make the game make the game better. Well, well, what about when you hear people say, in a playoff, you can't make that call. Is a foul a foul for you at Not all times? Old, old school. A foul is a foul is a foul. <laughs> and regardless if it's in the first two minutes of the game or in the last two minutes of the game, we don't decide whether it's a foul or not. And in instance, for, for, for a little clarification, referees misplays only for two reasons. I bet you don't know what the two reasons are, but, but I'm not going to let you guess. I'm going to give them to you. The two reasons you misplays is you're out of position or you get surprised. Those are the only two mm-hmm. reasons referees misplays. And mm-hmm. the first one is that you have to work hard to get position to make sure that you're in position to make the play. And then the athletes are so good that they will surprise you from time to time. They will do things that you haven't seen, and at the split second you say, oh, I haven't seen that, and you act different. Right or wrong, and most time it's right, but there are times when it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I want you to know I'm enjoying this because this is this is my favorite sport. Now I'm going to ask you another question. Now, go ahead. Are there fi- are there fouls that superstar players get in the NBA that young ball players who are not super balls super superstars may not get? You hear that all the time too. Mm-hmm. Well, we leave we leave the locker room. Is that a true statement? 
No, no, it's not a true statement. When we need a lock, okay. locker room, uh, we have 12 players officiate, and they're all good. They're all pros. I mean, usually we're not good. They're all pros. Mm-hmm. So the great players, they don't make the same mistakes as younger rookie players make. So it looks like it may be favor them. Think about it now. If, you, if you're a superstar, you're not going to make the same mistakes as a rookie. So what spectators are seeing and thinking that, well, he got, he got an advantage of that. Well, what about looking at the rookie made a stupid play? They never, they never look at it that way. You never hear people say, oh, that rookie made a stupid play. And the superstar got on, on the line. They never look at it that way. They always say, wow. he, gets, he, gets, he gets, Michael Jordan gets all the calls because he's a superstar. Not true. Next time you watch a game and you, you, that, that comes in your mind, just say, did that a defensive player make a stupid play? Or did that, did that superstar uh, Carl Malone, uh, not Carl Malone, but uh, 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 James. LeBron James. LeBron James get, 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 get the call. Or did Steph Curry push off and should have been called, but he wouldn't call. Or did the defensive player fake? So now all those things a referee has to go through his mind while he's doing the game. So why he's blowing that whistle. So to ask you a question, no, that doesn't happen. Okay. Super players. Well, I started. I started off. Super players uh, don't make the same mistakes. I tried. I tried to start off the, my questions with a little humor there, uh, but I want you to know that I'm born and raised in Canton, Ohio, in, in the Hall wow. of Fame city, of, and, and so I've always had a true appreciation for referees, both basketball and and football, because I've had a chance to be a part of the game for many years, and uh, you know especially being a player who studied the game, mm-hmm. um, you know, really appreciated what it takes uh, to be a referee. Because that's one of those things that everybody thinks that's an easy job, and it's because oh. you guys make it look so easy that people think it's easy. But that, mm-hmm. that is not a, a job that I would ever want, but it's certainly a job that I certainly admire and certainly appreciate you for what you've done, what you've contributed uh, to the game, uh, especially me being uh uh, a, a black man appreciates the fact that you, you've done a good job and, and represented, um, you know, the game, uh, brought chances for other people who look like you to get a chance to referee. And um, just so happy for you and hope you're enjoying life. Thanks for the comment. I appreciate that, man. It's very nice of you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, hey Ray, thanks yes, for calling, sir. man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info, you and radio show. I certainly will do that, Daryl. But right now, what I'm about to do, man, I'm going to let you finish your show, and I'm going to catch, I believe, this about in the second quarter uh, of the game. And uh, I'm sure you guys will get a chance to catch the end of it, too, man. But uh, hey. got a great show going on there, guys. Hey, thanks, Ray. We got one more call, oh. Mr. Mr. Evans. I'm going to let okay. you get out of here and go check out the game, too. Hey, Matt, we got Jerome on the line? Yes, Daryl, I'm here. Hey, Jerome, what's going on? Hey, man, how y'all doing? Sound like a great show going on. I missed the first half of it traveling on the road, but I'm listening to it now and it's a stimulating conversation. Hey, man, hey, I appreciate that, Jerome. Hey, Mr. Evans, this is Jerome. Uh, he's a caller from time to time. And, 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 Jerome, we have, like I said earlier, we have royalty on the show tonight. Yes, sir. Mr. Hugh Evans, 1972 to, ni- to 2001 NBA referee. Over 1,900 games 
35 NBA final games. Hey, you got any questions for this legendary referee? Uh, I got two questions, and I'm going to let him answer it, and then I'm going to let y'all go. Uh, my first question is, uh, during the NBA season, I guess, after a game, do y'all go back and look at the film to see you know, what calls are made? Did you miss any? Did you make the right calls just to kind of verify what you've seen during the game? And my second question is, what coach during your NBA refereeing career was the one coach that really got on your nerve, the one that you can say, oh, I hate we going against this guy, just the one coach that you can say, oh, you know what I mean? Which one was that? Well, to answer your first question first, in that order, yes, they do go back and, and watch uh, tape of the game. When I started mm-hmm. out, it was 8-millimeter uh, uh, tape. Now they, got, now they can get the tape uh, right after the ball game, and it's computerized. They go back. And they go back and they break the tape down. And I don't know if you heard they had to do the last two minutes of, uh, uh, of each game. Well, in, in the NBA, a lot of times, a lot of stuff happens in the last two minutes. And right. we have an old, old cliche from referee Minnie Rudolph used to say, let's see how good you can referee and how many mistakes you make in the last two minutes. So mm-hmm. if you can get yourself to the last two minutes and then get through the last two minutes, without being, you know, scarred up or beaten up by coaches' comments or players not liking what you call, then you've done a pretty good game. You know, you've done a pretty good right. ball game. So yeah. tape, we watched tape when, when I was referring. We watched tapes not to see how good you were, but to correct your mistakes mm-hmm. and to see plays that you could recall or just recall. I've seen that play. Recall, recall. That's a foul. That's a foul. That's a block. That's a charge. Because you watch so much tape that, that the recall is so good. It's almost like going to play golf and practice. You don't like to practice, then you'll hit bad shots. That's right. If you go That's practice, right. then you have muscle recall. And we, we, used to, we watch tape for the same reason. Not to see how good we are. We are most, most of the guys in the NBA are good. They're yeah, really good. Right, yeah. But you do use the tape to improve your recall skills. And you see the plays over and over again, and you react to what you see. You don't have to guess. Oh, I saw that play. Earlier, mm-hmm. I'm saying that you misplays for two reasons, and the two reasons you might be heard what I said, but the two reasons are: are you out of position, out of position, or you, and or you, or you get surprised? Yeah. If you're constantly watching tape, you can eliminate the surprise, and you can mm-hmm. see if you miss a call, you were out of position. So now you say, "Damn." I have to get in a better position next play, a better angle to referee this play. So in mm-hmm. order to do that, you have to constantly watch tapes, watch tapes, watch tapes. And the ones who spend time watching tapes are the ones that are better referees. Interesting. And my second question, who was that coach that got on your nerves oh, a little oh. bit? You, you, I don't know if you remember Kevin Lockery. Yes, I do. Kevin Lockery, ABA, he came from ABA. He, he when when the merger came, he he did he did everything he thought he could do to referees in in in, in the uh, when he's in the ABA. So he thought he was gonna bring that to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Well, he came and he was just chatter 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 chatter, and he, he realized that every time he opened his mouth, it was gonna cost him money. And with that, you know, I call it I call it without a better word, I call it BS. You yeah, go yeah. play golf more, I tell you another version of it. But anyway, it was BS, <laughs> and he. He, it was like he would not sit down until he got one technical foul. 
And it was like wow. constant chat over chat. Every file you call, he had something to say. He had something to say. But uh, <laughs> and he was he was an ex player too. So I I never understood why Kevin was like that, you know. And mm-hmm. then, uh, but but most of the most of the coaches during my time that once they realized you could referee, they kind of left you alone, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, they 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 knew they they may see you later on during the year, particularly in the playoffs, and they didn't want to. Yeah, they didn't want to really have an ear feeling about them, which we, which they think we did, but we never did, you know. Right, Once right. Once the game yeah. was over, the game was really over, you know. Mm-hmm. And when back and back when I was refereeing, we all we all travel commercial. So if you had a difficult game and you had a problem with a coach, you would probably see him the next morning in the airport. And a lot of times mm-hmm. you say, "Let's have a cup of coffee and talk about that play." I explained that play to you last night, and he sat down, mm-hmm. and, and when he left. He didn't have ill feelings about you no more. You see him next ball game. Hey, Hugh, how you doing? And they very rarely spoke to you, you know. So yeah, but it, it was good. You know, it's, it's, it's just a, it's, it's a good profession, and pays well. And, and and if you you work at it, you can can be around a long time. How hard was it to referee the bad boys back in the day? The bad boys are very very difficult, and if you add them, the bad boys, and then you you take Dennis. And put him on Chicago. Mm-hmm. Dennis was very difficult because you never could kick a guy out of Dennis. Uh, <laughs> he, he was a great, great player, but mm-hmm. he would mess up your game if you let him. Though, <laughs> right, right. So with the bad boys, like. you know. Earlier, I was telling guys that the, the Michael uh, Jordan had to go through the bad boys and take that beating. You know, if you remember, mm-hmm. he was a great driver. In college, he could get to the hoop or anybody, mm-hmm. but then they started knocking him down every time he came through that. So I guess he he decided, you know, I'm going to get me a jump shot, shoot. And yeah. he he got a jump shot, and he kind of took some of that, that eliminated some of that beating, you know. But as I was saying to the guys earlier, they they played by the rules. They right. knew the rules. The rules said if you come through the middle, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna bump you. And, yeah. and, 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 as, uh, 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 and when they bump you, they weren't talking about just tip-tap, tip-tapping you. They was going to bump you real good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they but did. It's a different game now. I think the the the, the floor of the game is better. Uh, the zone uh, makes the game look better. I don't think it's played better. But it makes it look better, you know. And it's easy to referee uh, with with, uh, with player teams playing with zones a part of the zone because you don't you don't have to move as much. You know, when I came in mm-hmm. uh, in '73, it was all man for man. So you you had to you know you had to really run a lot and and a lot of a lot of a lot of movement. Uh, in, in different positions and 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 but in the game, the game, the game, the game, the players, as we were saying earlier, that they, the same players played in my era could play in the days era, and players who play in the day could you put them back in the area that I came in, they could still play. Cause mm-hmm. The game is about two things: scoring and stopping the opponent from scoring. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, enjoy, Mr. Evans. Still a career. Okay. Okay, and, uh, congratulations okay. on all your accomplishments. I thank you. Appreciate your comments. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, and Daryl, thank you. See you later, man. Hey, thank you, man. See you around. Hey, all right. Evans. Bye. Thank you so much for coming and being part of our show yeah, you're tonight. Welcome, man. Anytime. I really appreciate it, and okay. um, it's so nice talking to royalty. I, I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. Okay. And thanks for all that, your your service in the NBA. And hey, we'll be around. We're here okay, every we'll weekend. Don't be a stranger. We'll come out yeah, and play we'll play one day. For sure. Okay, good. Okay. Yep. 
All right. Okay. Hey, take care, Mr. Evans. It's okay. always good. Take, take care. Right. Right. Man, that was awesome. Hugh Evans, NBA legendary referee. Um, man, 28 years in the NBA. Wow. And what a super nice guy. And not just for coming on our show. I'm talking about on a daily basis. This guy is a really nice, really, really nice guy. Hey, and um, I'm thinking of nice guys. Um, we got to get out of here. We almost got our time is almost up. But um, Antonio Comade, um, you know, that former New York Jets defensive back, cornerback, safety. His wife is pregnant. That is, that's, that's good news for a lot of us. And I'm sure it's good news for him. But this baby number 14, baby number 14, man, somebody need to control their fertility. Somebody needs to control their fertility. 14 kids, Antonio? Come on. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. And Antonio, control your fertility next week. On the Sports Info, Sports Info UM Radio Sports Show on VoiceAmerica.com. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.